Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Fishing for Men with Mac show. Hi, everybody. Glad you could join me for this episode. We're in pod four of 11 episodes. That is about the 22 reasons to stop believing in God video. Now, I've covered six objections to the belief in God so far, and those were issues that range from free will to God's omniscience to why space is so huge and we're so small and why God couldn't even stop a murder when there were four people on the earth, about um, the virgin birth and how could that be possible, and about the story of Jesus that um, seems to be... um, a story that has been in existence in other faiths prior to Jesus and other myths, etc. That this guy was born from a virgin, etc., etc. Now, if you want to know about that, then I challenge you to go check out the previous three podcasts. And let me just make a brief advertisement for those who haven't listened to these shows yet. The last two, I think. Um, I've just launched a book, uh, published a book that will be uh, launched on the 1st of August. Sorry, it's not launched yet. It will launch on the 1st of August. Please go check it out on Amazon. It's called Churchianity. Um, uh, so if you just, just Google that, you'll you'll get the book. Uh, it will be available on the 1st of August on Kindle. You can pre-order it on Kindle if you want to. Um, the paperback um, is available currently as well, but I suggest that you don't buy it if you live in South Africa. If you live in America, you can you can buy it there because you'll get it quite easily. They just print it and send it to you. Uh, if you live in South Africa, you can just let me know or just wait for the 1st of August when I launch it. I'm going to do an online launch on Facebook and YouTube, um, and that's going to be at 6 p.m. South African time and 9 a.m. in the United States, Western United States. So you can you can just join in for that launch. It's just going to be a 15 minute 15 minute talk about what is in the book. I'm currently working on trying to find a way to publish an audio version as well, because I know not everybody would like to read it. Um, but that's a bit difficult because Audible is not available in South Africa. It's very strange, but I can't do it in South Africa, so I'm still trying to work around that. And then I just want to say, if you're listening to this and you've been listening to these podcasts, I just want to say thank you so much for supporting this podcast. This uh, this last week, Podbean let me know that I've had a thousand downloads on Fishing for Men with Mac, and I'm very proud of that. Uh, thank you for listening to the show. And But, uh, you know, once again, don't listen to the show unless it adds value to your life. Um, I don't do this for me or, or for any other reason except that I really want to help people with these big questions. You know, I meet people on a daily basis that are wrestling with this, the, the existence of God. And, and they've got these questions. And that's why I thought I'd start this podcast and, and help people answer those questions. Now, I know that most people don't listen to all of these podcasts. You don't listen to every episode. But maybe one day you meet someone that's got a question. And and then you can revert back to these podcasts because they recorded like, I think, like for forever. And you can just point them to a podcast that maybe dealt with the question that they are wrestling with. Um, And then you can refer them. Anyways, for today, we are busy with 22, 22 reasons to stop believing in God. And today we're talking about number five and six. Um, and we're going to rebut those. So here they are. Um, Michelle Buckman and Sarah Palin, Christian. That's what he said. Bonnie Frank, not a Christian. Sorry, I've just got to be, just, I've, I made a mistake here. This is number seven and eight. Sorry, we are at number seven and eight. We've already covered up to number six. We are at seven and eight. Okay, so let me just repeat that. This is his objection, number seven. Michelle Buckman and Sarah Palin, Christian. 
Okay, and then he says, Barney Frank, not a Christian. Okay, that's all he says for point number seven. His eighth point against God is this. God seems to agree with you about everything. Isn't that a coincidence? And isn't it also a coincidence that God seems to agree with all those Christians who also disagree with you? Okay, I, maybe he's got a point there. Okay, so let's let's dive into this. Let me start with number seven. He uses the name Michelle Buckman and Sarah Palin, that they are Christian and then Bonnie Frank is not a Christian. So it seems like what he's saying is, uh, if we go look at Michelle Buckman and Sarah Palin, we're going to see like a hypocrite. Uh, that seems to indicate to me, I think the point he's trying to make. But yet when you look at Bonnie Frank, who's not a Christian, he was a better ethical guy. That seems to be the point. But let me confess to you, um, I don't know any of these three people. When he mentions those names, it, uh, there's no meaning to me whatsoever. So I had to do go visit my good old friend, Mr. Google, and just go find out who these people were. And I've, I did do that, but I didn't spend too much time on it. So I might be missing something here. But uh, my American friends might be better able to tell me who these people are. Anyways, so Michelle Buckman apparently was a politician that wanted to run for president. She's a Republican that got into trouble for saying that Obama seems to have anti-American views apparently she had anti-tax views too uh, it took a while but eventually i arrived at the point i think this dude sort of was referring to she was investigated at one point by the house of ethics the house ethics committee for her campaign finance violations now there's a lot of stuff about her good stuff and bad stuff so not sure what the issue is um she was never convicted of any crime she had um on a few occasions she had orphaned children her and her husband so i'm not sure you know her husband sorry i'm not sure what the issue is that i don't know what's wrong she is a christian and she seems to lead quite a good life she maybe she's not a perfect politician or maybe she's just a republican and that's a problem to this guy i'm, I'm not sure as uh, sarah palin also a republican politician a nominee she was a nominee for vice the vice presidency which is quite cool um, and both these ladies they were part of the tea party movement that seems to be like a conservative sort of story now i don't know if I don't know what the big deal is about that. Her eldest son broke into their house and beat up his father. Maybe that's the story. And, and that might be the issue that he has with her. Anyways, it seems like both these ladies were seriously involved with politics. They said things that caused people not to like them, or, or at least the Democrats didn't like them. Now, I don't get the real point. Politics and religion are not the same thing. Any case, uh, let's talk about Barney Frank. Barney Frank seems to be an interesting character. He was a Democrat, okay? And he was a prominent gay politician. He was the first member of Congress to marry the same sex. He grew up in a Jewish family. In 1985, he uh, hired a male prostitute for sex. He's known to be funny, eloquent, hardworking, and intelligent. He's not an atheist, but an agnostic. He's a humanist and not a Christian. So I, I don't know what this story is. He seems to be have some sort of religiosity with the Jewish faith. Um, may, maybe the, the two ladies are unintelligent, according to this guy's view, and Bonnie Frank uh, is intelligent. I'm not actually sure. I don't get what the point is. All three of these people are imperfect, have done good things and bad things. Maybe Bonnie Frank was a better politician than the other two ladies, but that says nothing about the existence of God. Maybe in his mind he's trying to say this, Christians are not really better people, or Christians are hypocrites. They say one thing and do the other. 
Atheists are often better people than Christians. And I think I can respond to that. I think atheists sometimes are better than Christians. And I think that not everybody who calls themselves a Christian are really Christians. But anyway, guys, let me make a point. True Christianity, or let's say true Christians, biblical Christians, don't claim to be perfect. Okay, that needs to sink in. They claim to know someone who is. Okay? A Christian is not a perfect person. It's a forgiven person. A Christian is someone who says Jesus is perfect and he overlooks and pays for my imperfections. Yes, I have to say that it is sad that people walk around saying they follow Jesus, but their actions say something different. That is one thing I respect about Bonnie Frank. He was an agnostic Jew, but he refused to go to the Jewish festivals and rather stayed in his apartment when the festivals took place. Why? The reason why he did this was because he didn't want the Jewish faith to get a bad name because of his behavior and life choices because the Jewish faith, the Jewish faith doesn't accept homosexuality. And so he said, okay, instead of going out in public, and I'm a public figure, going out in public to a Jewish festival... I'm going to stay at home because if I do go to a public festival, everybody's going to say, well, Jews accept homosexuality and I don't want to give the Jewish faith a bad name. And in that sense, I actually I actually quite respect Bonnie Frank, just in that sense. Instead of being a hypocritical Jew, he rather stayed out of the spotlight. And this is a message for Christians, guys. If you're not going to be a real and genuine follower of Jesus and your actions isn't going to line up, then rather don't say you're a Christian. Rather, you know, don't walk around carrying the name of Jesus, but you're behaving like a person who doesn't know him because you're giving him a bad name. And I don't think that's I don't think that's a good idea. And I've said this before. It's irrational to discredit the existence of God because someone who believes in him does not meet the standards that you think he should have. I'm going to repeat that. It's irrational to discredit the existence of God because someone who believes in him does not meet the standards that you think he should have. Just because someone is a bad Christian doesn't mean God doesn't exist. It's like looking at a kid acting like an orphan and saying that person doesn't have a parent. Nobody gave birth to that kid. In the same way, you can't look at someone and say, you don't act like a Christian, therefore God doesn't exist. Just because you're a bad follower of Jesus doesn't mean Jesus doesn't exist. And to the atheist community, I would say this. Just because someone says they're a Christian doesn't mean that they really are. Something to be reminded of. Then he goes on to the, the second point, point number eight. God seems to agree with you about everything. Isn't that a coincidence? And isn't it also a coincidence that God seems to agree with all those Christians who also disagree with you? And I think the point that he's trying to make here is a bit clearer than point number seven. And I speak about this issue in my book as well, because it's true. Christianity is a mumble jumble of divisions and conflict and differences of opinion. It's true. You got, you got like in one town, you got like a hundred different churches. Around the corner, there's the Apostolics, and there's the Pentecostals, and there's the Seventh-day Adventists. I mean, these Christians can't make up their minds. You're going to worship on a Sunday or on a Saturday. All right? Is the woman going to wear a hat to church, or are they not? What are, what are, what are the, the rules, and why do these guys disagree so much? Ladies and gentlemen, there are 34,000 different denominations in our world. And these are churches who hold teachings that oppose the teachings of the others. I can imagine from an atheistic perspective that people would frown on this. Say, you're a bunch of confused people. 
But once again, there's a huge fallacy with this argument. Just because people disagree about things doesn't mean that God doesn't exist. Right? It's like saying that scientists who disagree about something means that science is not a good source of truth. Right? Or saying that football is not an awesome game because people differ too much about their team of choice. Just because me and my brother can't get along doesn't mean that we don't have the same surname. Or we carry the same blood and DNA and we've got the same parents. But I get his point. One church says, God is with us. Another church says, no, God is with us. So who is God with then? Once again, this is where Christians need to listen up and wake up. We must stop our religious arrogance. We must stop waging war against each other and we must start focusing on the lost. It's true that Christianity is filled with schisms and conflicts and and disagreement. and, And this obviously is not good. It tells people that God is a contradiction or that God is a God of confusion. To one group he says this, to another he says this. And this happens because people follow people instead of God. Originally God declared one word, one document, one writing. Over time, Constantine with the Catholics, Calvin with the Reformed, Luther with the Reformed, the, the Wesley, John Wesley, we can talk about all these gentlemen. They started churches based on their understanding of what the Bible says and people started following people. That's where we find all of these different forms of churches. Okay, so to my atheist friends, I would say there is such a thing as pure Christianity. And don't allow all the fakes out there to discredit God. Just like there are fake products sold in our world. I mean, Chinatown is full of it. There's lots of fake products. Um, Doesn't mean that there isn't a genuine article somewhere. Like, for example, there's loads and loads of of Nike shoes that you can buy. And it's, it's difficult sometimes to distinguish between the real deal and the fake. China has become an expert at making fake stuff. But the fact that there is a fake means that there is a genuine article somewhere. And maybe that is evidence for God. If there is a fake, then there must be an original somewhere. Otherwise, there would never have been a fake in the first place. Okay, so every time that I'm dealing with, you know, I'm going through these rebuttals, I conclude and I ask two questions back at the atheist um, argument. Okay, and I, I try to sort of um, align it with the, the the statements that was thrown at the theist. So here's my two questions that I then have as evidence or as reasons why it's uh, n- it's not a good idea to uh, not believe in God. So here they are. Okay. Martin Luther King Jr., Christian. Adolf Hitler, not a Christian. I'll just repeat that. Martin Luther King Jr., Christian. Adolf Hitler, not a Christian. Martin Luther King Jr. died for opposing racism in America. He was a, a preacher. He was a Christian. Look at his life. Okay. Adolf Hitler was not a Christian. And he killed or is responsible for the death of six million Jews. Okay, let's go to point number two. Science seems to agree with you about everything. Isn't that a coincidence? And isn't it also a coincidence that science seems to agree with all those atheists who also disagree with you? Did you know that scientists disagree with each other? Did you know that? 
There are loads of scientists in this world that believe that God created the world. Okay? Scientists disagree on stuff. There are people today who disagree with some of the things that Einstein said. Right? How's that possible? Does the fact that scientists disagree with each other discredit science? That's the question I'm asking. Must we all let go of science in our school classrooms because some people disagree about science? No. No. Just like people disagree about science, so some people disagree about God. That doesn't change the fact that God exists. Just like it doesn't change the fact that science is a good measure to find truth about the natural world that we live in. God bless you guys. Have a super day. You've got a you've got a short um, podcast this week. I hope to have a chat with you next week. Remember the launch of the book next week, Saturday. It's the 1st of August. I um, would love to have you there. Just check it out on, on YouTube. Go to my Facebook page. You'll see I've put an advertisement thingy there and you can just join us for that live uh, book launch. Cheers.